Welcome to Gross Anatomy. Hey, everybody. Hi, Hi Lauren Taylor. Hi, Dr. Cohen. How are you? I'm okay. Are we live? We are live with Gross Anatomy Podcast, and this is the first we're seeing each other in the new year. So happy 2023. Happy 2023. Welcome to the new year, everybody. You look different. Did you get a haircut? No, I didn't get it. Styled differently? Well, maybe I got a haircut. I'm not wearing my bouffant. I often have my bouffant on, so I'm not bouffanted. And uh, and I'm grayer. I'm I'm another year older, you know, so I'm Mm -hmm. grayer. Good. Celebration. You look the same. Wiser. You're wiser. One year wiser. wiser. And you look the same in front of your cool wallpaper that I like. (laughs) Thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Do you want to tell me some of your New Year's resolutions? Oh, we're just going to get right into it then, eh, Lauren? We don't have to. What do you got? What no, any, uh, Anything going on around the hospital? Anything our listeners would like to know, gross anatomy related? Well, it's not gross anatomy, but it's crazy and weird and bizarre. And, and I don't think we did a post about it yet. Or maybe we did. We have a new dog. No, you, I did not know that. And no, nobody did because we just got this new dog this past weekend. The craziest thing. So uh, last week we have Simon, you know, our German shepherd now, right? Mm-hmm. And But last week I was saying to my wife, the master injector, I was saying, you know, I'm ready to start because now we only have had two dogs. We had Bambi and and our shepherd. And I said, you know, I'm ready to start fostering dogs. I'd like to foster a puppy, you know, to kind of see and da 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 da. And she's like, okay, you know, she's, she's, cause she's the animal person, you know, she's made me totally bizarre and weird. I've become a weird animal person. <laughs> so we are away this weekend in Tahoe, which was a whole other craziness with the amount of snow. And we have um, the cameras, the ring cameras. And the craziest thing, Early one morning over the weekend, dropped over our fence is a puppy. No way. Someone threw a puppy over our fence. What? Yeah. Yeah. And luckily, our housekeeper was there watching our place for us um, and was able to kind of take care of it. Uh, But we have a new dog. We have a new puppy. So you don't even know what kind of dog it is at all. It's kind of. It looks lab-ish, lab-ish, but, uh, and, and we took it to the vet. It's, it's maybe about 10 weeks old. Um, and it's really soft. She's really soft and cute. And, and so that, so that's, what's going on. We have a new, they tell you to put things out into the universe and that it'll come to you. And that really happened. But on the other hand, it's so insane that someone would do that to a puppy where they could just give it to so many other places that would find it a home. That's insane. Yeah, but maybe they knew that we're the crazy animal people that <laughs> maybe hey. they did know you foster. Exactly. So maybe like my only fear is now like that person's going to go tell their friends and be like, Hey, if you want to get rid of an animal, just throw, throw it over the, this fence, you know? So we'll have like rhinoceroses showing up and stuff like that. Great that you had those like cameras though, to capture that. Yeah. Yeah. We saw it fall down and, and she's fine. We're still working on the name, but the working name is. Do you want to? Do you want to guess? Want to guess the name? It's a girl. Orangeish, you know, orangeish lab, you know. So I'm assuming it has something to do with orange. I don't know. I can't think of anything. 
Honey. We're going with Honey. Oh, right. that's cute. I like Honey. Yeah. yeah. So that's the working name. We'll see. We'll see if it sticks. But that's that's kind of where it is. Aww. And uh, so that's a crazy story. So so because I manifested that, I actually mentioned it to my sister driving to work today. She's like, now you have to uh, manifest that you want a couple million, you know, maybe $50 million. So I'm working on that. I, got, I think I have to tell my wife tonight that mm-hmm. I'm ready to start fostering $50 million and we'll see if it falls. Someone will throw it over your fence. So that yeah. works out. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that a crazy story? That is. And it's also, so it's been raining so much there. I mean, I feel like about California or in LA, at least they like over exaggerate things, but how has it been for you for real? No, our, uh, we, we've had some floods, flooding issues and flooring issues. And, and so it's a little concerning. It's going to cost us some money. So you are seeing flooding by you. And is it raining today? Is it stopping? Today it's not, but I, I think there's more to come, but it's really been a lot of rain. Like, a, like if we find out in a few months from now that there's a drought in California, I'm going to be very upset. Well, see, that's why I thought the rains were coming last year, because I feel like it always like it's dry for like two years and then you have a big rain. And so I think we missed last year. I'm saying we like I'm still a Californian. Right. Um, But yeah, so I think it just doubled. It's crazy. It did. And we need to figure out a way to capture that rain so that we don't have droughts. But who knows? Nobody knows. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm sorry to hear you're having flooding. How are your dogs? How's Goose? and? They're so good. I was away for a week. I just got back like last night at like 11 p.m. So obsessed with them. So excited to see them again. (laughs) Nice. That's great. Yeah, Yeah. it is. It is fun coming home to your dogs. I know they get so excited. Yeah, they don't know any better. They think (laughs) think we're wonderful. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Um, Today, unless you want to talk about anything going on in the hospital, anything other other things, any gross things you want to share with our audience? Well, we, we're ramping back up our pre-med program. I got to get going on that. It seems like we hit the ground. We're hitting the ground running. Things are seem very busy again. Like they kind of slowed down for a second, and now it just seems like crazy busy. Uh, but I guess that's a good thing to some degree. What do you, like just for the pre-med program? Like more people are wanting to come in and talk, or no, for, what do you mean? no, no, for everything. And that's everything. just something else that's going on. I got you know, surgeries out the wazoo that I'm trying to do. And like, for example, yesterday I had two surgeries. I didn't get out of here until I don't think I got home till close to 10 last night. Mm, yeah. that's Yeah. yeah it's kind of yucky. So what about you, Lauren, new year's resolutions? I know you said you don't have any, but I'm, I'm putting you on the spot. So why do I need to go first? I know. I just feel like, um, I've been so busy. Oh, I forgot our dog's birthday, by the way. So I got, I have to celebrate at the end of the month. I don't even know our dog's birthday. Well, we just made our, uh, when we adopted them. So we just made it their birthday. Oh, good. January 6th. Birthday? January 6th, also insurrection day. Um, uh, right. But yeah, so we have to, that's a new year's resolution now to it actually was. give them a little uh, birthday, something. I don't really, to make travel plans to go somewhere. Cause I feel like I haven't traveled out of the country in a long time. Where do you want to go? Norway is on the list, but mm. that's the most expensive place you can go to, kind of. So that is might not really? be rea- reality. Uh, yeah. I just talked to a patient today who really put life well in perspective, I feel. 
she's amazing and and I don't I I don't know the patient's socioeconomic status whatsoever but my assumption is she's not wealthy um I, I she's definitely not poor but she's not rich but um she just treated herself to a trip um a European trip and told me that you know she made sure to fly business class and all that and I'm like yeah but it's expensive and she's like yeah, but you know, we have this one life. Why not? What are we going to use our money for and spend our money for? You know, she's old. She's, she's, you know, already of retirement age. And, and it was a great point. It's like, you know, so she spent the money and bought herself a business class trip. And because I said to her, I said, do you have any tips or tricks on how to get a, a cheap business class flight? And she's like, no, I just paid for it. And I'm like, that's okay. awesome. You know, she's like, you know, you gotta, you know, what, what are you saving your money for? So that was kind of cool to, to hear that perspective a little bit. No, I completely agree. And yeah, over Christmas, I ran into someone, uh, a family friend whose husband died, like, and he was just waiting for retirement to travel to do this stuff. And, uh, he put off retirement like a few more years and all he wanted to do was like go see the national parks and he never, and his wife was so upset for him. She was just saying how mad she was because he was trying to, you know, like be a good saver instead of doing these things. And so, yes, that's very like present in my mind, what you're saying. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's an ongoing battle that I have with my partners that I'm losing, but they're always upset with me that I take what they think is a lot of vacation. Of course, my wife thinks I don't take any vacation. So it's an ongoing battle at, at home and at work. Um, but for a doctor, for a surgeon, I do take a lot of vacation. For a normal human, I probably take a normal amount of vacation. But for a doctor, I take a lot of vacation. But I'm trying to convince my partners who are some of them who are younger than I am, that they should be taking more vacations that they, that for exactly the same thing to enjoy life now rather than wait because um who knows what's going to be just like you said I, I don't know if it's a fatalistic approach or more just live in the moment kind of thing yeah i don't think it's fatalistic i think it's i mean we all know we're gonna die it's just the reality so yeah. yes if you really want to do something do it now do it now you so what's your new year's resolution then other than celebrating your dog's birthday sounds like i'm going to norway after this talk and there you go so you're booking <laughs> you're gonna hang up and book that flight right yes i am why norway i wish i could explain it to you it just seems like it's like all the photos just look like it's the end of the world i mean now it sounds like i'm fatalist but i just i think it looks beautiful i just want to see it um and my brother's always wanted to go there too so hopefully he can come oh that'll be fun yeah. You and your just you and your brother, or you're all invite your my, husband too. And my husband. Okay. That'll be cool. Yeah. I'll tell you, I Norway, it's not not on my list, but it's definitely not not high on my list. It's certainly not one of the next places I want to go to. I just feel like it's gonna feel like no place I've ever been. And I want I want I like that feeling. Cool. So we'll see. Cool. Nice. Um, so what is on your list? You can say my New Year's resolution. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm still, it's, well, one, one of them is an old one. I've been working on this six pack for several years <laughs> at this point in time, it's a keg, but, uh, believe it or not, I'm getting closer to it. Um, and it, it may, I may get there this year. So, so that's, what? so Mariano's yeah. going to have to take some pool picks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The problem is I think I'm too like 
flabby and old that it'll be i don't think it'll be like a nice looking six pack you know if you have a six pack how can it be flabby it's that's gotta... true that's true but I'm, I'm i've been trying to get down to my high school weight and i'm and i'm i'm pretty close so so that's been a, a goal lifestyle and everything goal and i'm happy about that well elaborate because i feel like that's always the number one new year's resolution my husband said the gym's packed now in january and then it'll, right. you know how it goes right. So what are what are your tips to actually well, lose weight? That, well, this has been a long, you know, many year process for me. You know, it started um, when my daughter, who's now twenty six, it started when she was a freshman in college when I started going plant based. So it, it's been a long journey for me. It's been at least uh, at least eight years, I think. Right? Uh, it's it's been at least an eight year journey that that's slowly progressing. So. Striving to be as plant-based as possible. I don't think you have to be a religious vegan by any means, but I think striving to be as plant-based as possible really helps. Um, and then kind of watching how one eats in terms of limiting as much as possible carbs. Certainly, again, I'm not a big fan of depriving. So um, there's a time and a place to enjoy, but you know, on a regular day-to-day basis, being aware of that stuff. And then I really make an effort to exercise at least five days a week. I prefer seven. So if I'm not seven, I'm upset with myself. But at least five days a week, I think anything less than five is probably not enough. Right. Um, and my wife dragged me uh, over uh, a week or two ago to hot yoga. Um, and I initially felt like she was dragging me to it. And I, in hindsight, I really enjoyed it. Nice. I, mean, I, I wasn't, it's not, I'm not a big fan of like public exercising, even going to the gyms. Like I, I have, a, I, I'm weird. I have like weird phobias or whatever you want, not phobias, but just weird idiosyncrasies. And so I'm not a big fan of that, but I liked how I felt during the hot yoga. I did feel like I was going to die. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed sweating that much. Um, and the, the poses and the core work, it was kind of cool. I hated how crowded it was. And I hated that people are dressed men and women totally ridiculously, meaning mm-hmm. they're wearing nothing. Like there was a guy in a speedo and that was it. And it's, wow. and you're so cool and it's so crowded. So it's like, it's a little offensive mm-hmm. uh, or, and women just basically in a bra and whatever. It just, I'm not a big fan of that. Um. But but when you tune out and just get into the workout, I enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah, that seems like a that would be like a movie scene of what people think LA is. Like yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It's totally LA. But I, I gotta tell you, afterwards you just feel amazing. And I've only gone to two classes, but I, I'm kind of craving going to another class because I you just you like how the way you at least, you know, I, I like that sweat. Like you you sweat. I had cooked, I we went on a Saturday. And I cooked Friday night dinner with a lot of garlic. And while I'm doing that hot yoga class, I could feel and <laughs> smell the garlic coming out of my pores. And I was loving it because I love garlic. So I'm mm-hmm. like sweating garlic. It was it was a kind of fun and cool, good cleansing experience. Nice. I'm glad you found a class you like. Yeah. So that's that. So that's one resolution is is doing that. And then I have two other resolutions, Lauren. 
and one of them is a ridiculous dream, but I'm, but I really want to do it. I meant to do it. It's from last year too, is I kind of want to get a farm or like, like a kibbutz. You know what a kibbutz is? Tell me. It's, it's, it's something in Israel. It's kind of like a communal living that where, um, people live and work together and share the land. So I, I don't want to do that, but, but I want to kind of like a working farm plant, you know, animal loving and saving, not, not to kill and eat animals. So more about the, the produce and sustainability and, and, um, solar energy, like to be able to live off the grid, you know, a farm that, that has produce animals more to rescue them and save them and have it as a vacation spot and build these little mini homes or cabins on it. So people will want to come and vacation there and hang out there. And some people want to come and work there. And I want to do that. I, I'm, I don't know. I, if could, I mean, if, you, yeah, I mean, I'm sure your wife's on board. Like, is this oh, like, she's totally on board. My kids are on board, but it's just a matter of paying for it and figuring it out and then figuring out where. It's not like you're, you're always in need, like your profession, like you can always like, if you wanted to do it and then like, you need more money, you could always get back out there and keep working, which I know wouldn't be ideal. Maybe, maybe, or figure out a way to, you know, treat, you know, take care of people on the farm even who knows, but that's, that's something I, I'd love to you do. Start your own little, yeah, you could start your own little like general practice. Maybe, but that, that's, that's one and then I'm I want to write a book. You know that. Yeah. I thought is that still in the works? Slowly. Not not aggressively enough. I gotta get ramped back up to it working on that. Yes, I want to see some pages. Pages. And then we gotta write a movie. I still want to write a movie, Lauren. Yes, I always want to write movies. Um, I have a question about that. So if you did decide you wanted to be like a general practitioner or like a what would you have to, would you have to go back to school or are you just, I mean, you're already a surgeon, so you can yeah, just no, the nice thing general... about Yeah. I, a surgeon could do general medicine. Um, yeah. A surgeon so what, could would do you, general what if you wanted to be a pediatrician? Would you have to go back for that? That's the same thing. It depends in the middle of nowhere. No. Like if I wanted to go to, you know, a university, yeah, you would have to, Okay. but, but in the middle of nowhere, no, you just need the MD degree. Okay. I was just curious about that. You can do a lot with all that studying you did. Do a lot. Maybe. And then the other thing is I have to pick up my car at the shop. It's been at the shop for weeks now, and I just haven't had time <laughs> no. to pick it up. So that's on my oh, and the other thing on my on my New Year's resolution is I need to get a new phone. I haven't I haven't gotten this new a new phone, and that's on my list of things to do. I gotta get a new phone. You don't have an iPhone, right? You're not no, I refuse to guy. go I. Okay. What about you? I have an iPhone. I refuse to go I. I'm still waiting for my BlackBerry to come back. That's so funny that you said that. I found my my husband actually found a BlackBerry in a drawer in my parents' house and it was mine. <laughs> I'm just like thinking about how much I used to like that. That's so crazy that you said that. I was like, well, I have to, we have to keep it. Yeah. It looks so much smaller than you remember. I swear if you see it, you're like, whoa, like the buttons. It's crazy though. Yeah. I feel like people did a lot more work because you didn't have all this other crap on your phone to like distract you. There was no Instagram back then. Yeah, it was actually way more effective. There were no podcasts back then either. Productive. Yeah, there weren't. That's true. We're the first podcast ever. 
<laughs> yeah. We are trademarked. No. Yeah. Copyright. So, well, how do I segue now? Um. <laughs> Lauren Taylor, you are the expert segueist. No, I just feel like I'm every time I try to not be like a fatalist, I'm like, oh, we want to talk about someone dying now. I'm like, well, no, I'm our, really not. Well, it's our New Year fatalistic episode. Yeah. Well, the world's oldest person just died, but I feel like that's actually a that's like not a bad thing, right? It's they're the oldest person. They made it. It's a happy. They made it pretty old. Yeah. How old? Yeah. Guess how old? A hundred and seventeen. Really close, 118. Whoa! A French nun um, named Lucille. Well, no, she went by Sister Andre, um, but she died in her sleep at a nursing home in France. When they interviewed her, I guess it was like when she was 110 or something. They, her last interview that she did, they asked her how she lived so long. She said, "Only the good Lord knows." But she said, people say that work kills. For me, work kept me alive. I kept working until I was 108. So I don't know. She thinks work kept her alive. And it also says that she drank a glass of wine every day and that she loved eating chocolate. So take that, <laughs> people that don't drink. Drink wine, everybody. Um, it's interesting. You know, you always hear these stories, like you were saying, of people who wait to you know they're like i'm not going to travel till i retire that i'm not going to do this till i retire and then they retire and then you hear these stories of how they drop dead you know within that year yeah that did remind me of yeah you mentioning that before and like you knew people that happened to so i was thinking that when i read that too like i mean it doesn't have to be actual like the same work you're doing oh so that made me think of like well 118 and she wasn't like the oldest person ever how old do you think the oldest person ever to live was? Moses. <laughs> no, the age. So another person, also French, also drank wine every day after every meal and had a cigarette after every meal or after dinner, I think, was 122. That's like the oldest person that's ever recorded. That they really? Studied. Yeah. Pre Post-Bible times. She died in 1997. Wow. It'll be interesting to see, you know, with advances in medicine, how old, you know, people are going to live. Like, will people ever make it to 200 and, or even 150? It'll be interesting to see. I mean, well, yeah. What's crazy is this, the oldest person ever recorded was 122 and that was in 1997. So you think we would have had someone older by now, but we haven't. Right. It's still 118. That's crazy. Yeah. An interesting thing. Sometimes when I talk to, you know, people in their 90s and ask them uh, and say, you know, one of the things I like to tell my patients is, you know, I'm going to see you in another 20 years or something. And and a lot of them say to me, nah, I'm good. No, <laughs> oh. Not in a bad way, but yeah. like, they're like, no, I don't need to. You know, I, I feel satisfied a little bit. And I wonder if that's helps people live, you know, not necessarily stressing about how long they're going to live. I wonder if there's something to that, you know, uh, just living rather than trying to hit a goal. Who knows? Nobody knows. Yeah. I mean, they really don't know why these, I mean, they tried to figure it out. They don't know. Genes, uh, nature and nurture. Who knows? Yeah. Apparently, like, I think what they did have in common is none of them had like suffered any serious 
disease, you know, or, you know, heart problems. So didn't have that stress on the body. Yeah. No, that's key. But then there's the whole thing about the blue zones, right? Have you, have you? Have yeah. You, mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is an interesting thing too. But is France even on the blue zone? No. And certainly being a nun doesn't necessarily make you part of a blue zone. Right. But it's being part of a community, I think, which helps, you know, isolation doesn't. True. Yes. And there you go. And there you go. And that's our New Year's episode. The <laughs> only other thing I want to talk about is that we've also been pretty radio silent on social media lately, these last couple of, you know, aside from the fact that we took a break from podcasting, we kind of took a break from from uh, social media a little bit. Um, and so I just want to say we're back, everybody. But the the only other thing is, I think we're going to be switching to a not an every week podcast. We're going to be switching to an every other week uh, podcast. So twice a month. Uh, and we hope to keep hearing from you. And thank you for listening, everybody. Go to our website, email us your questions, comments, grossanatomypodcast.com. And there you go. Thanks. Bye. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening to Gross Anatomy. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can check out more episodes on the evolving sights, smells, and sounds of medicine. Gross Anatomy is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition.